Hey guys, Danny here, and on this episode of Music Lesson Business Academy, we're going to get back to the basics and do a seven levers episode. So in today's episode, I'm going to give you four things you can do right now to increase your traffic. Let's roll the intro. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Music Lesson Business Academy. I'm your host, Danny Thompson. Thanks so much for joining me as always. Special shout out to all you Platinum Club members and all you Patreon supporters. This episode of Music Lesson Business Academy is brought to you by NeverAloneBusinessServices.com. SEO, Google AdWords, Facebook ads, website design, and more marketing gold over at NeverAloneBusinessServices.com. Hit up Chris and Jen over there. Mention you heard about it on Music Lesson Business Academy, and you'll save a hundred bucks. I've been working with these guys with all for all of my Google AdWords. They've been doing a great job, and man, my email today has just been busting loose with new leads coming in. I think I got like six or seven new thirty-day lesson pass requests today, which is really good. So, um, yeah, check those guys out. They would love to help you out. And again, mention you heard about it on music lesson, business Academy and save a hundred bucks. This episode is also brought to you by the fine folks over at teacher zone, teacherzone.com scheduling, billing and learning management, student learning management, all wrapped up into one cloud based service. Check those guys out. They would love to give you a free demo of their system. All right, let's get into today's episode. So today's episode we're going back to basics. I thought we would do a seven levers episode. Just get back to some good old marketing basics. Everything's been so heavy for two months of podcasts and big picture and all the crazy changes. And I'm sure that's not going away. We'll be back to some more of that at some point, I'm sure. But, you know, I've personally just been refocused on, you know, fine tuning my marketing. And I've got a, uh, meeting set up with Christina from iFirefly Design for Friday to, um, you know, really dig in hardcore on the SEO on my website. And uh, I've been getting a lot of leads again. This week has been really busy, like as busy as any other time in the last year. So that's been great to see all kinds of new leads coming in. And uh, there could be a lot of things happening there that, um, you know, are the cause of that. And I want to take advantage of that while it's happening. And, uh, you know, this is also a time to kind of re maybe rethink some of those things. So we're going to get back to a seven levers episode. So, so just a quick refresher, the seven levers of the music lesson business are seven key metrics that you can work on in your business that if you get a 10% increase 
in each of these areas, you can generate up to a 50% increase in profit. So instead of trying to, you know, say, I'd like to double my profit, I'm going to have to double my student count. That might not be the case. Maybe you only need to get a 10% increase in your student count and a 10% increase in uh, traffic and a 10% increase in profit margins and a 10% increase in retention to see those profits fall to the bottom line. So that's what the seven levers are all about. So today we're going to talk a little bit about something that's lever number one, which is traffic. Now, <clears throat> although some of us, depending on where our schools are located and you know how we're set up to do business, some of us do have walk-in traffic and, and you know, I've certainly benefited from being in kind of a retail type plaza, um, although it's a very small amount of my business and I easily could survive without it. So I don't really focus on it. You know, I don't work, worry about signage or, you know, those kind of things too much, um, you know, so and I know some of you guys do retail. And of course, in that case, walk in traffic is a bigger deal for you. But for most of us doing music lessons and in the music lesson business, when we talk about traffic, really what we need to work on is traffic to our website or traffic, let's say incoming potential student traffic, because today's episode is going to go a little bit deeper. It's not just getting traffic to your website. Actually, not much of this is about traffic to your website. This is going to be more about, let's say, traffic that's contacting you or coming back to you to do music lessons. All right, number one, super easy, is you gotta do a great email campaign. You gotta do some blasts about reopening for in-person lessons, if you're doing that so far. Now, I think it's important when you do that to also stress within that email that you are continuing to expand your online lesson of business. So you want to make sure people feel comfortable that if they're not, you know, ready to come back for in-person lessons, which, you know, this could be 75% of your students, 50% for sure, maybe even a smaller amount that come back. Um, I would say so far, the response I'm getting, we're probably about 50-50, and I'm signing up new people this week. It's about half and half. Some of them are specifically signing up because they want in-person lessons, but you know, the other half have all been online. I'm getting a lot of voice inquiries, and we're staying online with voice lessons. But you got to do a solid email campaign. I know it sounds like something simple, but... I'm continually surprised at how many people don't really, you know, utilize email. And I know, you know, a lot of people aren't going to open that email, but the way you should approach an email campaign like that. Well, first of all, before I get to that, let me say this. My email open rates are much higher right now. The engagement that I'm getting from people is much higher than normal. And I'm sure you're probably experiencing that or you will experience that. If you're doing a lot of email, we're going to kind of hit some other things that um, also touch upon that phenomenon right now. But the, this is a good time to email people. They want to hear from you. They're also really looking for good news. And an email from them saying, hey, good news, we're opening, you know, beginning of July or whatever it might be, is a positive reinforcement from them or for them from you. Now, what I did in this case is 
I sent the initial, you know, reopening July 6th kind of email to our entire list, not just to my existing student base, but also to anybody that's on my list, former students, potential students that didn't sign up, et cetera, et cetera. Because again, people are looking for good news and they're also looking for stuff to do. And I got to tell you, I'm, I'm getting a really good response to those emails, people forwarding that email back to me saying, hey, I have a seven-year-old daughter. We'd like to do some voice lessons. I really hope to hear from you soon with some times. You know, there's a segment of customers right now that are really anxious to start doing these kind of things again. And I think also a, a segment that, you know, mixed in with that doesn't mean just online or in-person lessons because, Everybody that I've, you know, like you said, a bunch of people I've talked to are interested in doing lessons, but there's an enthusiasm in, and when I say, okay, well, voice lessons are going to be online. They're like, yeah, that's, that's totally great. We're ready to go. So really take advantage of this time right now and do a good email blast. So I send the first one out and then I wait maybe about a week and I look at that campaign that went out. This is something you can do really easy in active campaign is I look at the stats for that email campaign. And then the first thing I do is just go to resend options and I resend the exact same email to people that didn't open the first email. That's, it's just super easy to do it that way. You don't have to get all technical. And that's a great starting point for, um, you know, just getting some penetration in your email blast. Now, if you wanna get a little fancier with that email blast, what you could do is set it up more like an automation. So it starts with just sending it to everybody and then you segment people based on if they open the email. Now, if they open the email, you could have those segment of people basically go into a different funnel and start sending them a second email, maybe with something different. Um, but then you could also, for the people that don't open that first email or don't click on a link inside that email, you can set it up various different ways, start, you know, dripping them a similar email about opening with different, uh, headlines or subject matter headlines to see if you can continually penetrate through. So the first email is going to get to some people, 30% might open it right now. Uh, which would be pretty high email, um, you know, open rates. I, I, I'm having really good engagement, higher engagement uh, through active campaign than I had previously. And, it, you know, it makes sense. There's more people at home looking for, <laughs> for stuff. So when I send a video out or something, I get a higher um, just interaction rate than normally. So then segment that group off that didn't open that first email and have the same email go out but have a different subject matter that'll reach a certain clientele base. And then you do the split again, split it off again. The people that opened it, you can send them somewhere else or just end the campaign there. The people that didn't open it, different subject matter and just do that. You know, maybe, maybe there's three or four of those options to go through there and you know, don't be bummed out at people that unsubscribe from your email list. You know, I, I look at that all the time and, you know, that's something you all got to fight is that, that urge to be like, oh, why did this person unsubscribe? You know, they're doing you a favor. They're just letting you know they're not the right customer for you. So don't worry about that. Just be happy to get them out of your database and move on.
so now we're going to go old school. Really old school. I mean, the email's old school to some extent, but now we're going to go really old school. And what we are doing is we are calling all of our former students. So anybody that dropped, not the entire mailing list, but students that dropped out, you know, as the pandemic was hitting, um, and even some of them, you know, we're, we're going back three or four months and alerting all of those students that were reopened for lessons, et cetera, et cetera. So we're doing a call campaign. And then we have a call campaign going out to the existing students to make sure that the online students, or actually, let me rephrase that, make sure that all the current students that have been doing their lessons online know that we are opening and that they can continue to do online lessons or they can come in to the school. We wanna make sure that we get that message out. And then lastly, along those exact same lines, we're doing a text blast to all those same people. So, you know, there's a, could be a little bit of an expense in the text, depending on how many people you have and what program you're on. But I think this is one of those times where it really, it, it makes sense to, you know, ensure that everybody who needs to get it is getting that message. All right. So that was tip number one. I know it sounded like three things, but... I kind of combined all those together. So that was number one. Number two is it might be time to refresh your message. So, you know, it got confusing and difficult for all of us to, you know, look at our marketing during all of this and look at our website and go, well, man, should I, do I need to change everything to say online lessons or reflect only online lessons? And now, you know, now we're moving back to maybe being open and hot, you know, how do we present all this? So right now is a great time to look at your main message on your website and, and some of your other marketing materials and make sure it reflects what you want it to reflect. So, you know, maybe you're going back to, you know, just presenting that we do lessons um, and maybe not even mentioning whether it's in person or online and, and let people reach out to you um, you know, and, and get a little bit more information and then you can determine, you know, what they want to do. Or, you know, you could mention something on your, on your website that's, you know, in person or online, um, you know, tie that in a little bit, but make sure, you know, it's really important. I think right now to take a look at that and make sure, you know, you're on point and your message is clear to people and it reflects where you're going with your business. Some schools, I know of a few schools that have taken this as the, you know, the, the tipping point to go online and they're never turning back. So obviously, you know, you got to make changes with that. For a lot of the rest of us, it's kind of been this in-between thing. And, and that can get confusing, not only for potential customers, but for us. So refresh your message, make sure it's on point. All right. Number three is, is kind of similar to number two, but now is a good time to dial in a new automation. So go into Active Campaign. If you're not using Active Campaign, you need to be using Active Campaign. Best program out there for this kind of stuff. Um, you know, I always put a link in the show notes. If you want to do a trial with Active Campaign, you can do that. Um, look at your automations that you were sending out to people and um, you know, this is a good time. We're kind of coming out of this situation. We're trying to get back into business. But again, just like, you know, I mentioned in number two about your message, 
we got to make sure that those automations reflect what we're truly pushing right now and what we're offering people. So go through your sales automations that you all normally send to all your leads. And now would be a good time to refresh them, maybe some new pictures, tighten up that message a little bit. You know, are you really, you know, sending out emails in that automation that follow some good copywriting, you know, tried and true programs? Maybe look at the Ray Edwards book and use one of the um, outlines that he puts in there to, you know, maybe have your sales email reflect who's the person, what's the problem, what's my solution, and what's my offer, and what action should they take. Um, now's a really good time as we're starting to move forward because there's an opportunity right now to sign up people. So if you lost a lot of people, we can get some people back right now. You know, I'm signing up people. I'm certainly not signing up enough to get me back to where I was before all this, but, um, you know, it's a positive trend. And anything I can grab back right now makes it easier for me to get back to those good numbers I had before all this uh, stuff happened. All right. And that brings us to tip number four, to getting some more traffic back into your school. One thing, uh, you know, a tip that I kind of took from Gary V is he said, right now is a great time to be telling your stories. And I started just putting together, you know, little videos. And I did one that was you know, how did we, how did the music factory get started or something like that? And I did another one about who was our very first teacher at the music factory and just some stories like that. And sending those kind of things out in emails. I've also just been doing kind of a, you know, a message from Danny email every so often. And I put videos in these emails. So I sit down in front of the camera and I record a video of me talking to the camera, just updating people. Hey, this is what we're working on. This is what I've been thinking about. I, you know, keep these very positive. Um, you know, again, this is an opportunity right now. And again, my engagement and open rates and, and people watching those and commenting on, on them and stuff was much higher than, you know, in the past. And I think because, again, they want to hear from people and they want to hear a positive message from you know, something that they associate to, you know, pre-COVID, PC, um, part of their life. So, you know, it's an opportunity for us to be leaders in the community as well and present a positive, unified kind of front of what, you know, we're doing. Here's what we're doing to keep people playing music, to keep your kids playing music, to make that experience better. Here's some fun stuff we've been working on and really focusing in on how important playing music is. And, you know, um, I've been sharing a lot of like songs with the group, um, you know, just things that I think are some of my favorite songs or, you know, stories about those songs and things like that. And now is a time that people will react to those kind of things. So take that opportunity to remind them of why they should fall in love with playing music if they haven't already or re-fall in love with playing music. All right, guys, I hope some of those tips help you out. Experiment with them. See what you can get from them. And I will be back next week with another episode for you. Have a great one, everybody. 
Music Lesson Business Academy is made possible by your support over on Patreon. Go to patreon.com backslash Music Lesson Business Academy and consider becoming a supporter. Patreon members get exclusive content every month. Go to Patreon and become a member of the community.